0: Hi, this is Alexandra Bracken, and you've got your ears tuned into the Great Big Beautiful Podcast. Have you ever been to Disneyland?
1: Affirmative. That was definitely
0: an
2: e-ticket. I can't believe all the new gadgets they've got now. Well we didn't even have a house phone, not to mention laser discs, high-def TV.
1: You are listening to The Great Big Beautiful Podcast. This week on the show...
0: Yeah, I love both of them. I love, I love theatrical acting, I love voiceover acting, because they're two different entities. Um, with theatrical acting, it requires different uh, skill sets. So, with theatrical acting, you're able to convey things not only with your voice, you're able to convey it with your face, with your wardrobe, with whatever. However, you are limited to reality.
2: Here are your hosts, Jamie Green and Justin Connors. Welcome to the Great Big Beautiful Podcast. I was going to lead in with the Lion King circle of life, but... I felt like that might be a little too cheesy for for that.
1: <laughs> Justin, remember who you are. That's by James Earl Jones. Is that good? It's yes, not it's very good it's at all. It's
2: okay. It's good. <laughs> um, funny enough, I just watched rewatched The Lion King with the kids like three days ago, and when Jamie told me that we were gonna have Atticus on today, I about the lion the Lion Guard show on Disney Junior that's coming. I I was like, oh, cool, we just watched it. I'll be all prepared for this interview. And You, you didn't watch it. I did. You I watched really, The Lion King. Yeah, you The didn't Lion watch King. My... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, Okay. Yeah. Okay. sorry. <laughs> we just watched The Lion King a few days ago. Got it. And I think my kids are going to... I didn't even know. I shouldn't say that. I didn't know. My kids are going to lose their mind when they see that The Lion King is back on TV. Uh, they really enjoy... And it's funny how it's such a show the movie you know i remember it coming out when i was a kid but it's funny how it still is applicable to them like they watched it and they have no idea that it was out when i was a kid and
1: yeah you know and they loved it it's still a good movie too i mean it's one of those i I remember i think i think it's the first movie that made my daughter cry Mm -hmm. and she doesn't remember this because she was. Too young at the time, but she was old enough to sit through the entire movie and like understand what was happening. Yep. And I remember looking over at her when um during the after the stampede, when you know, yep. um Simba runs up under and he puts cuddles up underneath Mufasa's paw. And I remember just looking over at her and just being heartbroken because I could see that there were tears running mm-hmm. down her face. Um yeah. So it's and it's still I mean, as an adult, I still kind of get choked up when I know that that's yeah. coming. You know? well, it's...
2: And Hannah knew my daughter, Hannah, knew and she left the room because she knew it was coming. She, oh, yeah. She was like, Daddy, I have to go get something. <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: can't, I can't be here when this happens. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and funny, a little off topic, but whether in our conversation with Jim Cummings, he mentioned that he did a little vocal work for Scar
1: a I'm little liking.
2: yeah he sang yeah he, and was, the, I, he was
1: the singing voice and I,
2: I and I and he said he corrected some of the lines he had to say some oh, of the lines yeah. over and I was trying to pick out which lines were Jim Cummings and which were Jeremy Irons but I don't think I was successful
1: oh, <laughs> and testament to how good he is
2: exactly so today we have Atticus
1: Schaefer on the podcast and he's promoting his new show the Lion Guard, um, which is a new well, it's starting off as a as a film um, on the on the Disney Channel, mm-hmm. and then it's going to run into uh, an ongoing a- animated series. Um, and what it is, it's sort of a uh, the Lion King. I don't know how many years later, like 10 years later. Uh, it follows the the uh, Simba and Nala's second cub, um, Kion. And they've established this thing called the Lion Guard, um, which are basically, it's like the, the police for the Pride Lands. And um, when Kion takes over, he decides to um, open up um, the ranks to more than just lions. So he recruits a whole bunch of different animals. And the show is going to follow... This new crop of characters that are not just lions um, and uh, and their experiences and adventures on the Prylands and keeping it safe. And Atticus Schaefer, who you may know if you watch The Middle on ABC, he is Brick Heck, the youngest child, uh, the youngest sibling. And uh, he is uh, a character. He's an egret on the show. And his name is Ono. Um, and so we talked to him a little bit about the Lion Guard and a little bit about the middle and a little bit about being a young actor in Hollywood.
2: So we're going to play that interview for you right now. I hope you enjoy.
1: So we're talking, um, today, we're going to be talking about, uh, the Lion Guard. And I was just wondering, uh, quickly, if you could just tell us what that's all about.
0: So the Lion Guard, it's a, uh, it, it continues the story of the Lion King in a sense. It's, it is this, it's a new series based on the Lion King, and what it is is the Lion Guard is pretty much this these group of people that have always been in the Pride Lands. These group of animals, specifically lions, that they're kind of like the police. They're like the superheroes of the Pride Lands, and so they go around to make sure everyone's okay, make sure everything is is going the way it's supposed to be, make sure the animals are safe, and things like that. And they're the people that, that the animals are able to look up to, and if they need help, they can go to the Lion Guard. Well, uh, Simba's second cub, Kion, is now the leader of the Lion Guard. And instead of picking lions, he actually goes around and he finds other animals that have the same qualities as the lions would have um, for the original Lion Guard. So it's things like Keenest of Sight, which is my character, Ono the Egret, uh, the strength, fiercest, fastest, stuff like that.
2: So you play Ono, who is described as being an intellectual egret, which might be the best character description I've read in a long time. So <laughs> who is he, and what does? how does he fit into everything?
0: <laughs> so Ono's Ono's trait is Keenest of Sight, and pretty much what Ono does is, he, because he is a bird, he's able to go places that the rest of the animals in the guard are not able to go to. He's able to see ahead. He has he has very good vision. He's able to find the best or the safest paths for the lion guard. He's able to uh, find situations. He does his patrol, so he's able to look around and see what goes on. But with Ono, he's kind of like the Niles Crane of the group. <laughs> he's very kind of gets a little spazzy at times. He does have bouts of courage, but he's very intelligent. He's very well thought out whenever he goes into any situation. And he'll kind of be the brunt of, of some of the jokes at times, and at other times he, he kind of makes jokes himself. So he's able to have a nice balance between, between a fun side, but a very intellectual, very thought out way.
1: But the cast of this, um, both the the premiere, well, of the premiere movie at least, is, is fairly impressive. It's got Rob Lowe, Gabrielle Union, Ernie Sabella is back as Pumbaa, James Earl Jones even comes back uh, as Mufasa, I, I believe. Um,
0: yes, I was going to say we have Darth Vader. Yeah, <laughs>
1: which which is phenomenal, <laughs> which is amazing. Um, is that the is that cast just for the premiere movie, or will those actors also be carrying over to the show?
0: Um, As far as I know, I do believe that they are carrying over into the show because Simba, uh, Nala, Mufasa, all those characters, I believe, do come back um, at different points in time in different episodes throughout the series. So I I believe that cast continues
2: on. So the show is going to focus on a crop of new characters, uh, the Lion Guard. So how how much will we see the established characters we already know versus the new ones?
0: You're going to be mainly seeing the new ones. The show is is, is surrounded more on Kion and the Lion Guard, and Kion is one of Simba's children. Um, However, again, like I said, actually more recently, too, in the episodes that we have recorded recently, we we are seeing Simba more often. We're also seeing Kion's uh, sister, Kiara. We're seeing some of the more established characters a little bit more often, but because the Lion Guard is still trying to be a separate entity, entity in a way. Um, we are going to be introducing new characters, new enemies, and also you're going to be seeing older enemies as, as as you're going to see in the movie. So it's going to be nice to be able to have a kind of blend between the old Lion King movies and this new series. And that's actually one of the things that I'm excited about And from you know talking about this on social media and, and to people like you guys people are really excited because they were fans of the Lion King series. So they're excited to be able to see the Lion Garden continue on, seeing what's going on in the Pride Lands and in the storyline. But there's a lot of people that from the time that the Lion King came out to now, they are either grown up and they're in you know their late teenage years or their uh, parents themselves now. And so families are kind of able to get together and – Sit down and the parents are going to be able to hear things and don't get the references from the Lion King, but then it's still new and it's still new for the kids to be able to watch with them.
1: You, you mentioned um, Darth Vader sort of in jest that you have Darth Vader written James Earl Jones. And, and one of the things with Star Wars that's really huge is canon. Um, And what's canon and what's not. And I'm wondering, is there a Lion King canon? Because, I mean, there were three films and there was a previous animated show that was on for three seasons. So, you know, are are they all considered canon or are they all separate? And where does the Lion Guards sort of fit into that bigger picture?
0: You know, that's the thing. is is based on what, what we have recorded, based on the stories that I have seen and from me watching the Lion King and then putting it into perspective of this. I, it 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 seems like all of the Lion King movies, the linear storyline that was there with those movies, is the linear storyline that's being continued over into this. Excellent. So it is it is it is linear. This is this is after the events of the Lion King, so it it follows that everything everything that's happened in the Lion King is done, but it does get referenced quite a bit in the Lion Guard. So uh, uh, there will be times where Scar gets referenced. There will be times where um, the old dangers that had happened before are going to get referenced. So it is going to be something that, like I was saying before, how how the parents are going to be able to get those references and kind of see the storyline continue, mm-hmm. that's going to make perfect sense to them. But it's not so much so that it's like, I'm going to give an example, it's, that it's like The Walking Dead, where you have to start from the beginning in order to understand everything. This is going be This is going to be where if you do remember the beginning, it will make perfect sense to you. But even if it doesn't, it will still make sense to you. Got it. Even if you haven't, it will still make sense
2: to you. Right. So this isn't your first foray into voice acting. You've had recurring characters on Fish Hooks and Steven Universe and also a main role in Frankenweenie. So what is it that you like about voice acting versus on-screen acting?
0: Well, the thing that's that's one of the big differences, yeah, I love both of them. I love, I love theatrical acting. I love voiceover acting because they're two different entities. Um, with theatrical acting, it requires different uh, skill sets. So, with voice acting, I'm sorry, uh, with theatrical acting, you're able to convey things not only with your voice, you're able to convey it with your face, with your wardrobe, with whatever. However, you are limited to reality in a sense. You're limited to the fact that you look one way, the characters that you can portray are portrayed based on how well you can become that character and also how believable that you look like that character. So that's one of the, the things is you have multiple ways to portray that character, but you're still limited with voiceover. It is limitless if your voice sounds like it. So if you're able to alter your voice, do an accent and do whatever, which I alter my voice a bit for the character of Ohno, it is a character voice. Um, it's, it's, where you can actually become something that you would never be able to become in in the real world it is it is like creating a story as opposed to just merely telling a story you're creating these characters and bringing them to life but that also requires a different skill set because instead of the 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 audience seeing your face seeing your expression and then hearing and understanding the tone from your voice you now have to make that expression come through in your voice. And then the animators take that voice and put the expression to it.
1: Yeah. How do you, um, how do you find, is is it a challenge for you to balance your time when you're, when you're filming a show like the middle, and then you have all these other projects that you want to do, you know, like the Lion Guard, like how do you balance your time and find, find time to be able to make everything work?
0: It is very hard. Um, It's one of those things where I've been very blessed because of the production team over at the middle, the producers, the, the schedulers, everyone, the ADs, the PAs, they all have a very good understanding of, of me wanting to do this. And so it's nice because, um, number one, where I record Lion Guard, for an example, that's like five minutes away from the lot where nice. we film the middle. So, excuse me. so it's nice because if if it's before work or after work, we'll talk to the production office and we'll say, hey, Lion Guard wants me to record on this day. Can we make it happen? And they always do their best to make it happen. They'll give me the time that's required. And, and Lion Guard, they're very, um, they're very understanding. They try to give me, like, okay, this is the time frame. We need you. This is what we're trying to record. And then also, too, it's it's me being prepared. It, you know, I'm not going to Lion Guard, not reading the script, not knowing mm-hmm. anything like that, and then you know, having to take all the time to read over my lines. And, and you know, it's like... Nails on a chalkboard to try to get it right. It, it's, I go and prepare for both jobs as best as I can, and then things will actually balance. So it, we've found a pretty good means of doing that. But you're right; it is difficult, especially because it's all this work on top of school, on top of everything like that. But I'm, I'm very surprised and I'm very pleased to see how it, it has balanced and balanced quite well.
1: Wow, oh, great. Um, and I'm sure you've answered this a million times, but. How much of you is in Brick Heck, your character from the middle?
0: Well, that's the thing is is when I first got the part of Brick, I definitely saw a lot in common with him. And as the years have gone by, I have things in common with Brick. Little things, little details, like we both love to read, we both enjoy playing with Legos and stuff like that. And I'm a big kid. I love, I love, you know, that stuff still, and I probably always will. Um, but the cool thing is, is what we really have in common is the fact that we both feel that it's okay to be yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's why I like portraying Brick. It's because he shows it's okay to be yourself, to be unique. He shows it's okay to be smart. He shows it's okay to be quirky. And he follows the beat to his own drummer. And that's something that my mom, that's the best advice I've ever gotten, was from my mom when I first started getting into this business. She goes, always be yourself. Yeah, Do not let people try to change you or alter you or do whatever Stay true to yourself because we are all created to be unique. We're supposed to be unique. And and how boring would the world be if we were all exactly the same?
1: That's mm-hmm. wonderful.
0: So that's, I think, the main thing I have in common with Brick.
2: That's, p- that's fantastic. So The Middle has been on air now for seven seasons. And I think it's safe to say it's a huge part of your professional career. So at this point, can you imagine your life without it?
0: It's uh that, that actually is something that've I've thought of, uh, especially more recently, because we are nearing the end. Right. I, it's not that we're, we know that there's something going on and it's gonna, the show's going to end. What it is is having a show go five seasons period is very rare. And so to have us go beyond five seasons, we're now in our seventh season. That's, number one, a huge blessing. But we know that the it's going to eventually end. Either the storylines will run out or, you know, it, it's something that Warner Brothers may choose to, Warner Brothers or ABC may choose not to pick up or whatever. And so we know that it is nearing the end. And I have thought of that, uh, you know, quite a bit from time to time. And I think one of the main things is it is going to be a challenge for me to say, okay, let I have to realize that I'm not going to be going to work every day. But I already am planning ahead. I I know that I want to go to college. I know that once I finish with, with the basics of college, I want to go into film school, and I want to study to become a director and a writer. And actually, over the summer, I uh, took a couple film school classes at the Ronald Reagan Presidential Library. They had a film program um, for documentary filmmaking but because I went twice they gave me different assignments each time so it was like two different classes and I made a couple short films over the summer which I'm actually submitting to a film festival that the Reagan Library is hosting so I am I am planning ahead for my future and I do know that it's not like I'm just going to disappear but there, may, there I know there may be a time where I focus more on my studies and then I, I continue with the voiceover work and whatever it all needs to, things need to see, I need to see what's going to happen. I don't know if there is going to be something that's going to immediately pick up right away that I'm going to be a part of, or if it's just going to be continue with the Lion Guard and other voiceover work and then c- go into studies and, and going to college and et cetera. So. Yeah. Well,
1: that's great. It sounds like you have a plan, which is more than most people have.
0: Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to go crazy and start like writing on the walls or anything. It'll be- It'll, it'll it'll be, I have a plan, and, and my family's got my back, and my friends have got my back, so I know I'm good.
1: Right. Uh, you started acting when you were really young, um, and I'm wondering, based on your experiences, what do you recommend to parents who might be thinking about trying to get their kids into the industry? Do Would you recommend it?
0: Well, really think about it. You have to really think about it. It is a very... It is an industry that if you are not prepared, if you do not have a thick skin, it will swallow you up. And, again, that's why my mom, first day, first advice, be yourself. Because there will be people that will not hire you because of your hair colors. There will be people that will not hire you. I'm talking, like, commercials. I'm talking, like, things like that mm-hmm. where it's, it's, it's a, a small part and it's it's based on how things look. Um, it's one of those things where you have to really think and, and – and, understand that if you choose to get into this, it is a commitment. And the thing that I think is is one of the better things is talk with your children. Like you said, you were talking about the parents specifically, but it's something that it's the children and the parents that need to come together and talk about. If you are getting into it because you want to make a lot of money and become famous, let me burst both of those bubbles. Hardly anyone becomes famous. You can be what's called a character actor, which is where you just become different characters. From time to time, you could do a lot of roles, but that does not make you famous. Number two, the money is, is not automatically going to make you rich. If you become an actor, you are not automatically going to be rich. And, you know, there's a lot of things that will actually alter that. So if you are getting into it for money or for fame, it's the wrong reason. You should get into it because you just love becoming a character or you love storytelling so much that this is just something you want to get into. If you're getting into it for that reason, because you're passionate about it, because it's what you love to do, and you're doing it for the right reasons, that is when I say, go into it. You will love it. Just, you have to be aware of everything in this industry. It is not all glitz and glam. It is a lot of hard work. It is a lot of time to commit, but if you do, and if you really enjoy it, it is an amazing industry for you to be
1: in. That's great advice. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. And I know I know you've got to go. We've only got, um, we only had a little bit of time with you today, but thank you so much for for taking the time and talking with us.
0: Absolutely. Thank you. This was, this is very fun. Thank you.
1: Yeah. Thank
2: you so much. And when can we expect to see, maybe tell people when we can expect to see The Lion Guard?
0: Well, uh, the the 44-minute movie, it's going to be the, the Disney Channel premiere. That is going to air Sunday, November 22nd, I believe at 7 p.m., I I don't know what time zone that is, but it's going to air Sunday, November 22nd in the evening. That's going to be the premiere, so it's going to be the 44 minute movie, which is actually our first two episodes of the series that we put together to make the movie. And then um, the series is going to air in early 2016.
1: Perfect. Thank you. Thank you so much. Absolutely.
2: Thank you, guys. All right, so that is it for this week. That was our interview with Atticus Schaefer about the new movie slash show that's coming, The Lion Guard, and that was just a pleasure talking to him.
1: Yeah, he's he's great. I mean, he you can tell he's um, he's still very enthusiastic about what he's doing. He's uh, and that's not a knock on anybody. It's just it's it's refreshing to talk to somebody who has so much enthusiasm for what they do. Um, right. And uh, yeah, it was that was that was a that was just a pleasure.
2: And his advice about getting into the industry is I find that a lot of people, no matter what they're doing in a creative mm-hmm. aspect, their advice is always pretty much if you're doing this for money or recognition, not yeah. do it. And, for any industry. And, and it's for anything. Yeah. And I, I think a lot of people miss out on that. Like, for, for example, when I see people talking about wanting to go into YouTube, and I'm just using that as an example, they're thinking, oh, all these guys that are stars make so much money, but they're not seeing the hard work. You know, the months of sacrificing. Yeah. And their- it's like
1: a fraction of one percent that actually makes anything off of YouTube. Exactly. And I mean, same thing. So many people decide they want to be an actor because they want to be the next Brad Pitt or something, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, but yeah, I think he, you know, his perspective as a child actor and somebody who's mm-hmm. very close to being a child actor, you know, he's um he's not that far removed from it is 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 kind of eye-opening. So it was it was it was nice.
2: So I hope you guys enjoyed that episode. We blah blah. What am I gonna say now? I don't know, know, man. You make it up. It's your part. (laughs) So if you're a big fan of Atticus or his shows that he's on, or his work, or a fan of us, send us, (laughs) send him a tweet. Get in touch with him on social. Let him know that you loved loved him on our show. And also, you can get in contact with us. We want to hear from you. We do. We have a new phone number that Jamie's been telling us about, and you can call in and leave us a voicemail and
1: call it's i'm just going to cut you off because okay. i'm so excited to tell people it's 301 825 5653 301 825 call now <laughs> and jamie
2: has a has a voicemail message on there and we're gonna we're gonna see about sprucing it up and making it fun. Like a little pro- a little I Easter promise egg. you, I
1: won't answer it. So if you want to call and just leave a message, um, you can. Or if you you know if you see that we put out a call on social for questions and you want to mm-hmm. record your question to be and be, we might even be able to play it on air. Um, please use that number.
2: And even I'm, if you want to leave us hate mail, we'll play your hate mail. That's cool. We we'll get- do that too. <laughs>
1: we could have a whole new segment
2: yes we can do hate mail just like uh our friend at uh mouse mouse rants yeah he does a hate mail section there you go we should do that (laughs) i like it perfect so you can reach us also on twitter at the gbb podcast on facebook facebook.com slash the gbb podcast and you can personally reach me at 140 justin c and you can reach me at the Roarbots. So thank you for tuning in and we hope you have a great week. We'll be back again next week with another fantastic interview. And I promise you it's going to be good because all the ones we have lined up are Mm -hmm. awesome. And I I know I always say it, whatever I say it. Don't,
1: don't over, don't oversell it. Don't oversell it. All
2: right. They're, you know, they're, they're mediocrely good. We'll just say that. (laughs) Meh, meh. You might like it. All right, guys. Thanks. Have a great week. This podcast has been a production of the Geek Dad Podcast Network. If you've enjoyed this content, please consider supporting us at
1: patreon.com slash geekdad.